Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always you. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network. It is Florida Man Friday, Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2020. And you know what that means. We just got all kinds of good Florida Man stories to get today. How you guys feeling? Good, man. Let's set the mood for yeah. everyone's uh, romantic evening with this show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I well, what do you, does anybody have a romantic story? No, I'm just saying with with us, you can check us right. out on YouTube. We got 200 <laughs> new people. By the way, thanks for everyone. Go to YouTube, subscribe to Hard mm-hmm. Factor News. We got 200 just off yesterday's show. So stop, go to YouTube, set the mood by watching us. It's part of getting yeah. Wes a desk, guys. Yeah, because we need we need more revenue. If we get enough subscribers on YouTube, we can monetize. Well, so how did you get yourself to if we need more revenue to get desks? Hmm. Good question. Um, okay, okay so, let's. The order today yeah. is going to be Mark, Wes, <laughs> Pat, and then myself. So, Mark, let's get us going with the neck neck guy. Uh, no, no, it's the wrong order. I'm well for my story at least. I'm leading off this Florida Man Friday with a classic tale, but with a twist that dumps this Florida genre right on its head, possibly changing the game forever. The genre is drug dealer on drug dealer crime. Just a few uh, genres um, in Florida. I wanted to make sure you were on the same page with me because you might have been thinking like exotic illegal animals or uh, sex crimes. But it's drug dealer on drug dealer crime. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Thanks so, for clarifying. No problem. Appreciate it. I like, I like thing, all the things in their place. Yes. Yeah, sometimes they merge genres, like multi-genre. Like, uh, but this one's just drug dealers. 33-year-old Victor Morell, uh, he hears things, guys. For example, he heard that an unidentified gay man was a drug dealer. I hear dings. So what did, what did Victor do? What did Morell do? Well, he's unidentified. I don't know what he could have done. No, yeah, he's right. identified. Victor Morell's identified. Okay. He, he found a guy who wants to remain anonymous, ah. found out he was a gay drug dealer. So what did Victor do? Right. That's well, what I'm saying. Like, well, what yeah. do you... He bought his he gay outed him. He, he outed got him. on Grinder and set yeah. up a date. Okay. Best of both worlds. Victor Morell got on Grinder and he set up a date with this drug dealer because he wanted to rob him. So the date went down at the drug dealer's apartment in um, Boynton Beach. And Victor, who went there for one purpose only, which is not gay, hot gay sex, uh, got to business pretty much right away and punched the drug dealer right in his head and then grabbed a briefcase full of meth and ran for the door. I knew it was going to be meth. Yeah. I also don't think that Victor he might Victor might have said that he he wasn't considering hot gay sex, but I don't think that truthfully it was completely out of the realm of possibility for Victor. Yeah. Well, whatever it took to get the briefcase, if he got a little bonus in, he gets a little bonus in. By the way, briefcase is the classiest place to store drugs. It's old school. Ask Charlie Sheen. 
you pop open like a chrome briefcase with a clean felt interior and a kilo of cocaine sitting in there. Uh, magnificent. It's a power. It's the ultimate power move. Oh, Hard to pass. Beautiful. Up. Maybe keep yeah. some business papers in there too to yeah. read while you're high on the. Uh, only if your business papers have Benjamin Franklin's face on them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Those are business papers. Yeah. I digress. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Morell, while running for the door with the briefcase after hitting the guy in the face, thought maybe I should hit him again. So he hit him with the briefcase this time, but that caused a gun to fall out of the briefcase again. Gun in the briefcase. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful little drug briefcase there full of method and a gun. So as the gun dropped to the floor, um, Morell realized, "Uh uh-oh, this might get serious. So as he was now outside, um, he had to amp things up with the gun, so he took a knife and stabbed the unidentified drug dealer right in the back with a knife. Uh, Picked back up that that briefcase, and that allowed him to safely get in his car after there was a knife sticking in the drug dealer's back. Explain this to me. So so it's it's the drug dealer's briefcase, right? Morell grabs it. It was also the drug dealer's knife okay and his gun he's, so he's, right. he, he, he just stole he came knife. in and fucked him up with his own shit yes with his own shit i'm just yeah. i guess i'm just confused because when the gun falls out of the briefcase then he goes for a knife yeah the knife because the drug dealer had gone for the knife just seems counterintuitive already and okay. then when he got hit with the briefcase he dropped his knife which gave the the victor morell the chance to pick up the knife but he also left the gun out there so now the drug dealer watches as Victor Morell drives away safely in his car, and he picks up the gun, and he fires off two well-placed shots at Morell's car. Uh, one hit the windshield, and one hit the driver's side window. Pretty decent shots, but Morell was not struck and got away. Or did he? Yeah, now that makes him easier to find, Or right? did he? Okay. It, this makes him much easier to yeah. find, Wes, yeah. because the next thing Morell did was he uh, called the cops on himself, essentially, oh, and no. said, uh, some guy shot at me. Um, and that's and, a bad choice. And here's his there. location. So yeah. the cops went to go search and found out that this drug dealer was now in the hospital um, with uh, injury to an upper left back, a cut on the right side of his head, uh, and a collapsed lung. Which is so he got oh, really fucking bad. worked. Jeez. That's yeah. a bad stabbing. Yeah, yeah, he this, got fucking worked. This is why crybabies should not enter lives of crime, right? Because they just can't cut it. Like if you're a crybaby bitch and you got shot at after you fucking robbed this guy after setting up a fake grinder date, yeah, don't call the cops. I think he's just a dumb. I think he's, he's just idiot. He's yeah. an idiot. So yeah. He's just a mama's boy, Will, guess, is what he guess is. Guess what, guys? After the cops interviewed the guy who was almost murdered in his hospital bed, they picked up Morell for assault with a, with a deadly weapon, and he's facing several felony charges while they look for the drug case to arrest everyone. Uh, so <laughs> Morell, Morell's in jail because yeah, he called done. the cops on himself. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. This one a little is, twist. Imagine yeah. Morell's shock. Did, did he just shoot at he me? Got away, he got away <laughs> with the drugs and everything, and then he called the cops I, on himself. If he just <laughs> rode away, he'd be He'd be fine. I think yeah. he just shot at me. All right. This one is actually another uh, instance of an idiot calling the cops on himself. Nice. Uh, comes from Ed. Thank you, Ed. So a 63-year-old Summerfield, Florida man who was lost and he needed some directions on his way to the auto parts store found the perfect person to ask, a police officer. They know where everything is in town. Great idea. So as he was driving, he flashed his lights at the Marion County Sheriff's deputy and got him to pull over. Oh, that's always Juan... a good thing to do. Whenever you yeah. see a cop, just flash your flash lights, your lights and honk at them and yell out the window. Yeah, yeah. great idea, Roll right? Window down, yeah. Not suspicious at all. So uh, when Mr. Zamora opened his mouth and let his breath into the officer's nostrils, <laughs> the uh, troubled uh, the trouble for the man started. Officer Batts noticed that uh, smell of a good time coming from Zamora's mouth, the smell of whiskey. Um, he also noticed his eyes were a little red and glazed over. So... I was going to say, I think his eyes might have given it away, yep, too. Yep, yep. So Zamora, who was traveling with a 15-year-old passenger, 
passenger, uh, more on that later, told the officer, yeah, uh, told the officer he had uh, taken a couple of shots of bourbon just a few hours before. Well, I got to loosen up before I get behind the wheel. Yeah. Auto That's his tradition with his normal drop pre-drive ceremony. Yeah, before right. he does his big brother, big sister shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when he wakes up. Um, so so uh, he also said that he had this, a disability. Um, and after Zamora refused the breathalyzer, um, telling the officer, you didn't pull me over, I pulled you over. Oh, uh, <laughs> a, field, nice. a field test was initiated and, <clears throat> excuse me, and Zamora failed miserably. Uh, blaming his disability and, you know, probably the whiskey had a hand there. Yeah, it's called yeah. alcoholism. alcoholism. He's right. permanently got sure alcohol on him. Yeah. I, like, I like that take, <laughs> though. I like Zamora. Zamora might have maybe been pre-law because that's coming at the cop saying, I pulled you over. You made me entrap myself. Exactly. I like that. I'm, I'm excited to see how this shakes out. Right. So while patting the drunk man down after he just failed miserably, the officer found the real party, a bag of cocaine tucked in Zamora's shirt pocket. Okay. Um, he eventually took the breathalyzer how and lo and behold is this guy what is he yeah. doing <laughs> yeah he needs to keep he's, in his jean pocket sure he's an idiot i've got a disability i'm a party holly yeah. <laughs> disability is he's a moron yeah. um, flashed down a cop with coke in his front pocket yeah didn't even take it out um so he blew uh, almost two times over the legal limit and officers found a bottle of whiskey in the car as well nice so yeah of course um and Honestly, I blame the 15-year-old here too. because at 15, you are legally allowed to get your learner's permit in Florida. Right. When I got my learner's permit, my grandfather never drove again when I was with him. Mm-hmm. So this lazy 15-year-old should have taken, uh, should have been driving, but he also should have said, hey, Grandpa, what the fuck are you doing driving, and why are you flashing your lights at cops, you maniac? Um, so it's completely their fault, in my opinion. Um, I also drove my grandfather around a few times with my learner's permit. Yeah, every time I was with him, it was, and, I was driving. And Zamoya's grandchild absolutely should. Yeah, right. or, or or that, or he should have taken ownership of the whiskey and the Coke. I mean, like, yeah. you sure. know what I'm saying? Like, sure obviously, that. this is mine. Good point. Well, you know, but then that ruins his life for... Oh, yeah. uh, he's a minor, Will. No, it's, and and it's in bad. Florida, you know that. You know... Was it his grandchild? I don't know. I'm just assuming. Oh, I, I would hopefully. I, I, yeah, hopefully. It's big brother program. I hopefully told you. it wasn't something more devious. Um, <laughs> but uh, Zamora got a DUI and c- cocaine possession and landed himself in jail. So he never got to the auto parts store, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> that's that's it. St- still got to fix the car. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. He needed to fix something in his car. Yeah, yeah. he was headed to the auto parts he had, store. He had like a tail light out. <laughs> he was teaching the boy how to change an alternator. <laughs> Officer, I got this tail light out. He definitely had a few tail lights out. Yeah. All, right. All right, guys, this next one is from Hardo Hive member Dan. Listener Dan, uh, hmm. so being a teacher can be a stressful job. Not only are they underpaid and underappreciated. Wait a minute. Is this a fools that work in schools? Uh, this is a fools that work in schools, actually. I'm glad that you pointed oh, nice. out. All right. We got enough fools that work at schools two days in a row. So, yeah, not only are teachers underappreciated and underpaid for the most important work that really anyone can do, which is shaping America's youth, most teachers are also overworked uh, between making lesson plans, parent-teacher conferences, West knows, after-school tutoring, and grading papers. Yeah, we've got to grade papers. It sucks. Yeah, our teachers are often barely, they barely have time to eat, let alone make time to take care of their personal needs, which is why many primary uh, school educators have to get creative with their time and make sure they can get it all done. You know, that makes sense. Thank, right. thank God Kamala Harris dropped out. She was asking for like 12-hour school days. I know. Yeah, well, That was Te- weird. That was not cool for teachers. That was the beginning of the end for that campaign. What is this, so, Japan? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we're, we're happy middling. We're a middling country. We have all the resources. Nine to two. <laughs> anyway, guys, this, you know, being creative with the time was, was the case for, for a Florida woman and first grade teacher, Valerie Lee Prince, who's, who's under fire uh, for arranging for some personal items to be delivered uh, to Jacksonville Heights Elementary School where she works. And, 
The issue is that the personal items uh, she attempted to have delivered were her medication. And by okay. medication, I mean an eight ball of crystal meth. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. not medication. It is very important. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I, will, the, I would say uppers like besides Adderall, if you really have like needed, they definitely can't be considered up medication. Oh, well, well, that's where you and I disagree. <laughs> she was trying to get the whole semester plan. Like, so like cocaine isn't I, like I see like marijuana for like for like people that, you know, need their need coming their, from the uh, pothead. He sees he's their well, seizures well, reduced. Right. Well, like, well, okay, well, what, is that, what is that medicine? Well, it's it's 2020. <laughs> it's get 2020. Get, get with the program. Cocaine's yeah. definitely medicinal. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Brother. Anything that helps Square. you. I've yet to understand how that uh, medicinally improves my life at all. But let's have a little bit of forward thinking. I'm going to send you some pamphlets and stuff after the show. Yeah, really I need to be educated, I guess, because well, I just don't, do. every time I do it, I get it nosebleeds and feel like shit. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, no <laughs> one's, right away, though. No yeah. one said the medication didn't have side effects. Okay? Right, right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, guys, unfortunately for this 43 year old, uh, the delivery driver for of her meth was also moonlighted as an undercover police officer. Oh, um, that's yeah. unfortunate. That's bad. Uh, now, before you get all up in, up in arms, guys, let me say this. Prince did try to have the meth delivered during her lunch break, which, you know, off duty. Yeah, right. But, but you know, with how flaky meth drivers are these days, she also gave the meth driver the option of delivering the meth to her during class. Again, she's, yeah. she's got a packed day. She if, said, if you're going to be late as usual. Right. She, she said, quote, you can call me. I can just say I have to use the phone real quick and I can step step out of class and come right back in. Right. Yeah. How and hot like, is this teacher acting like she's going to clearly get caught? Well, I, there was a recording, and she really great, gave very, very specific instructions to this meth dealer. She's very yeah. thorough, which you want to see from a teacher. I mean, to, guys, to Wes's point, cocaine drug dealers are worse than like a ca- like a cable installers. You, oh yeah, the, the windows like six hours. Oh no, well, it's like twelve. It's yeah. it's it's forty eight hours yeah, right? all night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you guys. You start addressing them as doctor, and maybe your delivery times will get more accurate. Yeah. Anyway, guys, Prince has been removed from the school, and as you can imagine, the Jacksonville community and parents are very upset, calling for Prince's head. The Clay yeah. County sheriff said in a press conference quote i hope that she's stripped of her credentials and never allowed to be in contact with kids again uh, i hope she gets knocked down to substitute right exactly which is like worse than jail <laughs> and, a, and a spokesperson for the school said quote it's it is disappointing and disturbing whenever an educator is implicated in this type of activity and guys hold on to members of this community who are casting stones i want to say this ask yourself could you handle supervising and educating a group of 36-year-olds that don't belong to you for seven hours every day while getting paid 15 50 an hour? No. You couldn't. <laughs> also, what exactly is no. the crime here? It's not like she was shooting heroin and touching kids. Meth is like a PED well, for teachers. No, no, see, the crime there is you're bringing a meth dealer onto school grounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes. That's Dr. Will, let, let us not judge this selfless educator by what she chooses mm-hmm. to put in her body, but by the grades of her pupils. Okay? I bet there are a few teachers that uh, mm-hmm. regret turning down her house party invites I, I would completely agree yeah but I, see, I think like in Florida if you get a meth charge and you're trying to get rehired they're like oh I see you only have one meth charge very impressive you know, she's gonna get a job she's gonna get no, I doubt job. it's no. that job not, te- not, not <laughs> teaching kids but yeah somewhere else right? I agree guys look I stand with Valerie and the teachers of America and I encourage you to do so too which brings me to my next point Wait, but she's still a fool that works in schools. She is oh, a fool yeah. that works in schools. Big time. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But look, we got to forgive. Well, we got to forgive. She's a strong educator. Sure, everybody can be a fool sometimes. No, yeah, she's, very she's an idiot. Get her out of there. Look, guys, happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners, uh, especially the responsible ones out there that planned ahead to order a rose bouquet from 100flowers.com. Uh-huh. 
congrats on the sex. Give yourself a hand. Uh, now, for the rest of you who are just now realizing that when she says she doesn't want anything for Valentine's Day, she means the exact opposite. Yep. Yeah. There's a way out. And 100 Flowers has a great Pat, rose offer for you. Pat, before you go on, let me explain this real quick. I used 100 Flowers this week. They've already been delivered. They look stunning. All right. My wife is very, very happy with me right now. Your wife's walking around like a cat in heat. Yeah. Ooh. And that's a great surprise. A day early. She's definitely not expecting that. Her posterior is just like all arched back. Hard factor, Mark, when I came in today, his chair was closer to my chair. I don't know who did it. Maybe it was the bouquet I got him because he's my Valentine. <laughs> These bouquets are magical is all I'm trying to say. It's mm-hmm. very it's very true. To order a dozen multicolored roses plus an extra bouquet for just twenty nine ninety nine. Go to 100flowers.com, click the radio icon, enter the code HARDFACTOR. That's one word, baby. Hard factor, all caps, 100flowers.com. I got, I got some advice here. If you haven't done this already, it's probably, and we've all been here. Everyone on this show has been there. You're probably one or, or both of you in the relationship working like the service industry or, so, industry mm-hmm. or something. You're probably mm-hmm. working on Valentine's Day. So you celebrate it like a different day, like the day after. So you still have time. Right. You and, can still mm-hmm. get flowers for your yeah, Valentine's yes. Day. And I, I don't have the authority to say this, but yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. Our, our partners at 100 Flowers will absolutely own that they screwed up the delivery oh, yeah. uh, and it didn't show up on time. They'll own that for you. So, yeah. so make it right. Make it Order right. them now. Make and then tell right. her a lie yeah. and everything will be cool. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to Jacksonville, guys. Mm. And unfortunately, we're also headed back to the soft corner in Florida Ugh. because we've got a 27-year-old Florida man with a stupid haircut named Gregory Tim. This well, was submitted mm-hmm. by lots of listeners. Um, who's in the soft corner for driving through a Trump supporter sign people up to vote booth set up in a sandalwood. That's a like a retirement community. Well, like a community in Jacksonville uh, in a in a shopping center there uh, last Saturday. It's so, like a voter registration booth, right? Right. Yeah. Like, like, in, like in a public shopping center. He, okay. dro- he drove his car into the booth through it. Co- Correct. Let me let me say let me explain exactly why this uh, guy, Gregory Tim, is in the soft corner, since you're asking Uh, the two reasons. Number one, as we have covered on this show many times, if politics trigger you so bad that you physically want to hurt somebody, you're a soft ass little bitch. And it doesn't matter what side you're on. Just don't do that. That's not right. And then number two. So he's automatically in the soft corner for that, for being too triggered. Number two, this moron did nothing but clip Two 65 or older year olds in the tent when he drove through and what I'm assuming is his Honda fit. So like he drove into the supporter booth with his little shitty car, then knocked it over, backed up, took like, I guess, I guess hit two old people, took a video or a picture, flicked them off and then drove away. <laughs> wow. This guy so, hates democracy. Wow. He hates yeah. democracy. Anyways, obviously, like people there saw what the fucking car was, got his license plate number and everything. And uh, the police picked him up like immediately that day. So he's yeah. uh, being held on a, on a huge bail. And he got tweet to uh, Trump to tweet about him, like talking you know, about how he's a fake tough guy. Well, I got a theory here. I, I feel like you know how sometimes like uh, when people are um, uh, afraid uh, 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 to be what they really are, they can attack like when there's a closeted uh, person who a huge... <laughs> hates on gays, right? I think well, this guy might be Russian. He certainly he certainly gave a lot of uh, press to the Trump campaign, as well as they probably could identify him by his three thousand bumper stickers. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that he probably is. He's a, he's probably a foreigner that really wants to participate in doc in democracy, but is afraid of it. So he mm-hmm. he feels like he needs to. He is as white as Larry Bird. Have you seen his haircut? <laughs> Eastern this Europeans guy... could be. It could be that. 
this guy is uh he's got he's something else finally florida man nelson gibson is furious with his dialysis center dialysis center say that 10 times fast in a port in port st lucie florida because they refused to let him bring in his life-size cutout of president trump uh for emotional support during his treatments so uh, needless to say trump moves the needle in the sunshine state he sure does yeah, mm-hmm. they well, they got a lot of practice. That's why the judicial system gets it correct. They 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 can tell a drunken rant from an actual hardened criminal. Yeah, they're so good at it. It's incredible. Like every ever. time, every time we're like, you know, they should toss this out or they should throw the book at him. Florida seems to get it right on the nose with judges us, so. can see right into your souls in Florida. All right, guys, <laughs> I found a new best mugshot of all time every week. Right. It's every sure? week. It's every week. Pat, can you bring it up? I'll, I'll try to bring it up. Yeah. 48 year old Michael Benson, who has no neck because his fat <laughs> eats his ears and goes straight into his chest shoulder area, is in big, big trouble. Um, I'll wait. I'll keep going as Pat hopefully gets us up on the screen because you got to oh, look it's at coming. this fucking guy. I can guy. see we'll it. Put it on it's the on blog. its way. Yeah, we'll definitely get on the blog. It's in. It's in the. It's in the. It's in the uh, yeah, the Dropbox there. Benson, who was a manager at a Tampa ice rink, was arrested Wednesday for allegedly using his cell phone to take photos and possibly videos underneath a teenage girl's skirt while in standing inside a lot or standing in a line at a Chipotle. So that's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. What a what a location for that for that scheme to go down. Well, there's a reason. Um, <laughs> so shocker here that this guy couldn't get away with sneaking as he was probably breathing heavily and he can't, you know, move his non neck laterally. He well, just has like, to like he always has to there. You can get a load of this fucking guy. <laughs> How tall is that guy? Holy Mark? shit. How um, tall is this guy? For you. He this guy is like uh, always has to go straight ahead. Like he can't turn. Yeah. He's got to he's got to square up before he moves any other direction. Any <laughs> he other had angle. A selfie stick on it? Or? Yeah, no, okay. he just was standing right behind her and under the skirt. He looks Even like a he's... snake that just swallowed its prey. Is what like it looks like his prey is lodged in his ma- in his neck. And look at the fat over his eyes. I mean, not only can he not move his neck, but there's just no way he can see laterally. He can only see like a very like uh, tunnel visioned <laughs> angle. It looks Even like he, that like a normal five... man that got flattened and What's then popped little... up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah even mean, if he's five seven, he's like four hundred pounds. So. It looks photoshopped. Yeah. Uh, in the yeah. video, it looks like he's about six foot, maybe six two even. Uh, and bump and bumper carts. This guy would get blindsided like left and right, but the carts would bounce off him. No, he's, yeah, he's too yeah. solid. You he's can't very move solid. that guy. That guy should be playing defensive tackle in the NFL. I don't understand what he's doing. In still in Florida, this like guy, taking pictures at a Chipotle. But it would always be a bull rush. He can't. He can't go laterally. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Nose yeah. guard. Just put him in there. You can't move. There him. you go. Nose guard. Just, just space eater. Uh, the incident occurred on January 20th at the Chipotle on Dale Mabry Highway North, um, and everyone at the Chipotle will was able to identify and help the police when they um they had had him caught on video because uh yeah he's been going there every day for the past five years to eat. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't look like it. <laughs> this is common for burrito places. I used to work at one of these burrito places, Qdoba, and there are people that come in religiously every day. Every day. He's like the anti-campaign marketing campaign Chipotle once. He's like the opposite of Jared from Subway besides cell phone data. His Extremely body, fat yeah. and sexually assaulting this people is what inside happens. the restaurant. Oh, oh, you're looking for double steak. Yeah, yeah, this is what happens if you eat at Chipotle every day. He was just cell phone under the skirt, clicking it, and then pretending to like answer a phone call. They 
got him on camera. It's hilarious. There's a video. Um, well, at least Chipotle caught him, right? So they could say we we've expunged this man from our stores. Yeah, they're probably glad he's gone. It's, yeah. it's like it's like Wes said. There's never enough scoops of snake of steak, no. yeah. and it's impossible <laughs> to wrap his burritos because they're too fucking full. A little Looking, more rice. A little more rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at this man's body, Chipotle o- owes him an apology. You know what? I'm gonna go with two burritos today. Chipotle does have earned it. Uh, Benson now faces a charge of video voyeurism, which is not something you want. It's a it's a felony, um, and the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office is not going to let this guy off. Yeah, no, probably not going to. going to take his ice skating rink away too. Huh? Yeah, no shit. A lot of kids at ice skating rinks. All right, guys, it's time to make some monies with the boys. Yeah, go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty. We have been doing very well oh, yeah. on these primary markets. So it's time for you to hop on and do the same. Why the fuck wouldn't you? I mean, you better start making some money off the Bernie markets now before he tries to take all your money. Know what I mean? Yeah. Can you write? Uh, can you write your predicted wins on Bernie off as a charity if he becomes president? Because you're paying for roads. I mean, you're going to yeah. have to give all that money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's taking. Right. One you're, way gonna, you're about to get your ass taxed off. I, I mean, like, I don't see much of a chance in the general for him, but I do think he's running away from the nomination pretty soon. I'm making some money on predicted on that on that dude. Right. So yeah. First one, Will, like you've been saying all along, hammer the nomination for Bernie for the, the Democratic nominee. 44 cents right now. That's plus 120 in gambling terms. Um, and like Will, Will's, Will's been on it since, what, 10 cents, I think? Uh, all the way back at 10 cents, yeah. And yeah. I think that, you know, Bernie right now, like you see what's happening. They're either going to have to put up somebody. They're either going to have to all organize behind one centrist candidate to, to defeat him. Or they're going to have to get on board and put a, a VP nomination they like behind him because he's he's the only person that's got support in every state that's left. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I hammered Klobuchar for VP. Definitely going to be Klobuchar. Yep. Um, so the other market that is sexy is who will come in second in South Carolina. It's between Biden and Bernie right now. Both are trading in that market at 36 cents. So plus 180 um, for each of them in the second place uh, poll. Um, seems like pred- predicted speculators are torn in this market. Um, I'm going to go on a limb and still take Biden in South Carolina first and Bernie for second. Oh, I did the opposite. I would do the opposite I as did well. the opposite. Okay. I would, well, I would buy Biden South Carolina second and then I'm just waiting keep to, a close yeah. eye. Wes is going to be deskless before. forever. <laughs> yeah. with this I'm waiting for the day before that South Carolina. It's too too hot for me to pick. Um, right so the most recent poll, which was like, I don't know, before New Hampshire, um, had Biden ahead and Steyer in second. Um, who's trading at 22 cents right now and predicted, so plus 350. But that was conducted by um, ECU, so you really can't trust it, can you? Um, East Ca- Eastern Carolina? Yeah. Um, it was a jab, Wes. Sorry. Uh, uh, it was my, my, uh, my safe school. The Pirates? Your safety school? <laughs> my safety school. It was everybody's um, safety school, I think, in Virginia. In Virginia it was, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think Biden is still in the lead in South Carolina, according to this, the the. Uh, the polls are close. Yeah. I mean, polls are you know, like we were talking before there. You, you never can trust them. But yeah. I still think Biden's going to take it and Bernie come in second. Jesus. Anyway, uh, predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Get your free 20 on us and get in on this stuff. You can make some serious money. A 30 year old Florida man, Brian Dwayne Stewart, uh, three names, was arrested last month and charged with aggravated assault with a weapon and aggravated battery all exacted on his neighbor. Uh, another neighbor story. That's another classic genre. Uh, you don't want to be a neighbor in Florida. If yeah. you move to Florida, you want to make sure there's no one around you to <laughs> yeah. create problems. You want to move in when someone is dead or the house is foreclosed next to you or something. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, the neighbor had come over to Stewart's house to complain about the number of people in the house, which I'm sure was a lot, when the altercation took place. And, and an eyewitness on the scene told police that he overheard Stewart <laughs> threatening to, quote, 
kill someone with kindness. That's not bad. Before the crime, which normally, yeah, wouldn't be a crime, um, except for the fact that kindness is the name of Brian Dwayne's machete. Mm. No way. Uh huh. <laughs> yep, the word is written on the blade. Uh, yeah, and as the neighbor approached the home, Brian Dwayne stepped out with his arm raised above his head so that he could, uh, <laughs> so that he could uh, properly make kindness's uh, acquaintance to his neighbor. Right. Uh, but before the two could meet, uh, another neighbor came in and blocked the introduction with his hand. Thank God. So he stopped him. He stopped him. Yeah, he was about to kill this guy with his machete, double arms, double grip. This story would make the record. So, I mean, the he, got a, he got arrested, right? I mean, yeah, he, he got arrested. He got arrested. No one died. He almost well, killed somebody with One a neighbor cut his hand open. Uh, kindness was unfortunately confiscated. So Good. Hmm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, let's close out the week with some voicemails, guys. Uh, first up. Hey, guys. Love the podcast. Quick question for you. What predicted style betting odds would you place on a no rules street fight between Joe Biden and and Bernie Sanders. I mean, I think this is it's a great question. Love to think about politicians fighting. But unfortunately, the answer is not very exciting. It's not really not it's really an e- easy one. Yeah. Well, Biden by Bi- Biden's going to be 80 cent favorite there. Exactly. Biden literally threatens anyone who crosses his path uh, with violence. He threatened Donald Trump with violence yesterday, saying that he would like to get Trump in a room but like he like they were back in high school. Yeah, the guy talks about fighting like he was just an animal in the tw- when he was in his 20s and 30s uh-huh. right. and, he's tall he's got a good reach probably there's no doubt he's, he's got from, a good reach he's from delaware from you know the east coast but i not do think it's all northeast. lip service though yeah, yeah. i know? think he's a big shit talker and he's not that great of a fighter but i don't think that bernie's a good fighter either that's why i'm still putting biden at 80 cents bernie is ten- actually now i'm thinking about bernie's tenacious though. yeah he's I, like I, a tornado no, i think i think it goes to the goes to the ground you got to take bernie and they said no rules so biting's allowed eye gouging's allowed but, but bernie fish hooking. But, but bernie's like a hippie guy like when he was yeah. when he was growing up he was wearing like you know weird clothes and he was peaceful biden definitely got in fights. Biden wants to punch somebody yeah, yeah. bernie's he's crazier been it. yeah bernie is nuts so i don't know that's actually a tough call for me biden easy i would take bernie biden, uh, biden 80 cents and i'm putting my money on it yeah all right. pre-heart attack i'm taking bernie all right well we're split that's surprising because biden would kick his ass all right let's uh <laughs> let's move on to number hey guys, two here just want to say that i love the show i wake up to it every morning and my girlfriend, in irritated frustration and amazement, also wonders how he screams good morning so long. But listen, I got a question. I love, at the end of every episode, the song choice that comes up, and the Lion King just played, and I'm just cracking up in my work car right now. Who gets the final say on what song plays at the end? And do you ever drop, like, hints or anything throughout the show to give us an idea? Anyway, keep up the great work, guys. Get paid. Great question. Yeah. Great yeah. question. Well, it's based on something in the show. Always. Always based on something in the show. So try to think back and, and relate it back to whatever it may have been. We, yeah, the hint you, would just be whatever we talked about. Yeah, you can play a fun game where you predict the song before the show ends because mm-hmm. it's going to be like related to one of the segments. We, yeah. do, we do usually heavily favor a later segment. Yeah, that's just recency yeah. bias. But in terms of who picks them, we usually it's a, it's a group effort usually. Uh, we try to bring bring out hits from our our younger days, being children of the early two thousands. I don't know if we know we, we notice we play a lot of classics. Yeah, we yeah. all we all talk for about five minutes when the pod ends, and we decide as a group on what song to pick. Um, and it, it's it's fairly evenly distributed on who's. Wes who is, had the best idea? Wes is usually suggesting like a Radiohead song or like an obscure song <laughs> yeah. from his ecstasy days sure. in the uh, like mid, <laughs> mid to late 2000s. Two times. Yeah. Which is why I suggest rap. Those are my ecstasy uh-huh. days. 
All right, Southern rap in particular. Uh, all right, let's go to the last voicemail. Hey, boys. How's it going? It's your boy, at Nether E, coming to you from Lexington, Kentucky. I'm a big fan of the show. You guys are absolutely hilarious. And I even find myself listening to old shows on the weekends. So I have a question for you guys. Living in Kentucky here my whole life, love pot, but it's still unfortunately illegal. So do you guys think it'll be legal anytime soon? I think I would give it about, you know, five years. Obviously, Illinois just got legal pot, so I think Kentucky will be one of the next dominoes to fall. Maybe not right away, but we just got this new liberal governor, and he wants to legalize weed, sports gambling, and all that shit. So let me know what you guys think. It's funny you ask that. Will Kentucky legalize Virginia just decriminalized and uh, Kentucky House Committee advanced a bill to legalize uh, medical marijuana as of as, as recently as yesterday? They don't have medical yet, huh? No. So yeah, it's on the Kentucky way. Kentucky grows a shitload of weed. Yeah, they a shitload do. of illegal weed. Yeah, I went to school at UK for a couple of years, failed out. Um, but there was always you hear a, that lot, ECU grads? a lot of weed um, around used to buy from a guy named Little Tree. Um, and, and Wes had a sideshow Bob Afro. Yeah, it was yeah, an ironic name, Little Tree. Very, my hair gets very curly. Oh, yeah, I uh, forgot about that. But, uh, yeah, I think Kentucky is not too far behind for sure. And we yeah. understand well, it's living It's usually a couple in... years after medical, so, I mean, they're probably a couple years. Yeah, the only way to really deal with living in Kentucky is to get high, I, I'm sure. And so we, we feel for you, brother. Well, we they, hope... yeah, they're in the Appalachian Trail. I believe they produce some of the most weed in, uh, like, in that area. But the they country. also, oddly, have some dry counties, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, that was yeah. always a pain in the ass we, on Sundays. over to like Cincinnati yeah, to get fucking drive alcohol. to Louisville. It was yeah. a pain in the ass. But, but, uh, but long story short, the dominoes are falling. Uh, High Times is coming to do a, a probably a hemp event in, in Texas, for example. Things are happening like that where decriminalization's cool. happening and people can smoke <laughs> hemp. Hemp event. Awesome. <laughs> winky face, winky face. Just end the show after that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, what, are you, what is a hippie hand you a t-shirt and you smoke some CBD? Will, what, what don't you get about this? You keep not getting it. You keep not getting it. It's not hemp, man. Huh? Pat thinks... <laughs> Pat, Pat's, Pat's saying everyone's going to you know, illegally smoke. Right, High smoke. Times is going to smoke weed in Texas legal, illegally for, yeah. for a giant event. Yeah, yes. you're, you're right. That's exactly what's happened. I'm sure that will happen, actually. What it, Some how people, are you not yeah. getting this? They, they're that, not prosecuting hemp crimes. They can't tell the difference. They essentially not, legalize marijuana. Yeah, but Texas. that's going there. I heard there was changes with that in Texas recently. Well, the guy it. invented the well, device. No, it was like Texas A&M. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. yeah, he's the, the nerds at A&M not, invented a device. Yeah. But yeah, no one. No one's going to buy that shit. All right. Well, as, as somebody lives, lives in a legal state, I would say maybe, <laughs> oh, you know, he's be careful get that in. if you're going to go to go to, go to a, <laughs> Thanks. Well, we'll be careful. Well, now. Will, do you live in a legal state? Enjoy your drive to the dispensary later. Attacked by coyotes today. Yeah. All right, enjoy the enjoy enjoy the fucking hemp t-shirts, fellas. That's gonna do it for Hard Factor this week. Thank you as always for listening. Like we've been preaching, 2020 is the year for Hard Factor and BNN and the Hard Ohio to completely take over. We're growing all the time. Keep spreading the word. Subscribe to our much improved YouTube page. But most importantly, have a great fucking weekend. See you later. Yeah.